You're listening to the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. Chris and Jana are parents of three, life and business partners who share their personal development techniques so you can grow yourself and grow your marriage. Chris and Jana here with the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. This is episode number 40. Yes, number 40. And Jana, I just got to say, there are three things you've got to stop doing. That's rude. Well, I'm just kidding. This is not, you are not perfect. Well, so. No, <laughs> anyways. Anyway. So guys, today we're going to talk about the three things Jana's got to stop doing. And I guess myself too. All y'all got to stop doing if you want to grow yourself to stop not doing that. Okay, fine. We no, but for real, I mean, this ties into where a lot of people are at right now um, in life with the whole pandemic thing. But it also takes us back to our roots of growing ourselves because, I mean, every episode's been still about something. I mean, you could pull something out that has to do with personal growth. But well, I certainly hope so. I would, I would hope so. <laughs> I don't think so, but uh, we're back to some actual steps here. Some actual grow yourself, grow your marriage. Why? Why? Can you just leave it alone? It's late. It's late. It is late. People don't know what we've been through, babe. They don't know. And for that reason, that a reason, and for that reason, they would naturally assume that we're being weird, but they've got to stop assuming. Right. Which leads us into... Seriously though, okay. So what a segue. <laughs> that was a, that was a total segue, but it was super corny. Um, there are there's some things that we all naturally do as human beings that really, I think if we don't think about it, we don't realize how much they affect us in a negative way. And with all that's going on right now, um, with the whole pandemic thing, I mean, literally our entire world is experiencing something. And if you're listening to this years from now, you can look in the history books. <laughs> yeah. That's that'll be kind of cool actually. Right. Like we should just start documenting everything that's going on now because yeah. it'll be cool to like show. Cause people like, will be assuming that we were just overreacting. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, why does he keep saying that? So anyways, now I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Your thought was we've got to stop making assumptions and you had some really good points pre-show that we chatted about briefly because we try to keep things pretty natural when we're actually recording. But before you told me some good examples, I thought you should share with our audience. Well, we try to keep things natural and we also kind of have no choice because we don't get to talk a lot. So, but yeah, so one thing I'm seeing a lot and I see it when we, you know, pandemic aside, but really, especially with everything going on lately, I see people just attacking others. Like people I don't normally see attack others on their statuses or posting statuses about what they've seen and, and what they assume was going on with these people. So let me, let me give you some examples. Cause our first thing is stop making assumptions about other people's lives. We're all living our own story. Unless you're living that person's story, you don't know what they're going through. So something that I've seen recently, that's just really grinding my gears is like I said, people doing that. For example, right now, you know, we're in Ohio, Grocery stores are still open because they're essential, but they're suggesting only one person from the household comes. You don't bring your children, yada, yada, yada. And so I keep seeing people just going crazy about like, I, I saw somebody the other day post about 
a mom who was so selfish because she had her kids at the grocery store. How dare she? She could get her kids infected. She could be infecting other people, yada, yada. Just like lighting this poor mom up. And, and I'm just like, whoa, did y'all ever stop to think that maybe. Hey, the y'all again. I say y'all. You act like I don't say that. <laughs> did you, you guys, did you ever stop and think that maybe what if she's a single mom who doesn't have any options but to take her kids to the store? Or maybe her significant other is an essential employee who can't be off because she's got, so she's got to do the grocery shopping. And, you know, of course, then you always have somebody on the internet that comes back like, oh, well, then she should do, you know, Kroger pickup or whatever. But Let's be real. First of all, the wait times for those are crazy right now. They're out a ton of stuff. And I don't know about you guys, but I know there's been plenty of times where I've not been prepared enough to order everything on ClickList and then like, shoot, I still need to go in and buy diapers or I need milk today or whatever it is. So that was really bothering me because I'm sure that mom felt that already. I'm sure she felt guilt and like, worried that people were going to be judging her because she had her kids out in the store during a pandemic. But I guarantee you, she knows that there's something going on and she probably didn't have the choice. That's a good one. I like that one because, uh, I don't know. I mean, when you think about it, like I, I don't really see those statuses and those things very much. You just kind of tell me about it when they happen because you're all fired up. So you'll come in and you'll- well, you, you know, saying you'll, like you're a saint and you don't scroll social media ever? Oh, no, never, never. Whatever. I, I, don't, I don't waste any time. Whatever. My life is just perfect. Not in your like 45-minute poop? Right, right. Uh, <laughs> that, that, Every person listening knows that the husbands do that. From the kids. Right. No, actually, actually, I, I don't even take my phone to the bathroom, so. What? No. Are you lying on our no, podcast? No, I don't. I like you don't I always, don't, or you. Yeah, you can say never. I definitely don't make. I definitely know in the morning you go to the bathroom because it's something. Oh, you want to get deep now? Because it's something <laughs> that that. See, you're assuming. Ooh, I'm not oh, assuming. Here we are. Here what we are. else would you be doing you're, in the bathroom for 45 you're minutes? You're assuming that I always have my phone in the bathroom, right? Right. And I'm always scrolling when I make a concerted effort not to get on my phone in the bathroom for the most part. Because that used to be, you know, like the easiest way to look up bad things. Oh, yeah, like you are. pornography. Whoa, you are just like diving into. You assumed, I right? Just, I'm just saying you you're just, scrolling You just statuses. made an assumption and now I'm going to tell you why I don't use my phone in the bathroom. Okay, fine. But what do you do for 45 minutes? You just sit there? I don't. I think you're still sleeping and it you feels think, like a lot longer. think the time like zipped by and it was really like five. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. So anyway. <laughs> so you assume because you were Stop sleeping. Stop saying assume. I'm just saying. Here's, a, here's another one. I saw. I saw. Wait, I never even got to finish oh, my well, point. That's good. Okay, go. Okay. So my point is that when you said she probably already had her own guilt, you're right. Because what's funny is people don't realize that status is really important. Even the people who say they don't care what other people think for the most part. Like we all still are at some level thinking about like how important status is and what people are thinking about us. And so, yeah, I feel like people have enough negative mind chatter in their minds already that we don't need to flood them with their own. Okay. Now you can move on. And it's not like, I'm sure none of those people actually went up to her and said that, but. Oh no. Everybody's a keyboard warrior. (laughs) That's what I mean. But like with everything going on right now, I feel like, People are constantly posting things that even make me question like, ooh, well, if they knew that I did this, then they'd be lighting me up because everybody's oh, what, a saint on What did you media. do, Jonna? That's my next one. Okay, go ahead. So, well. 
people are gonna ream you for that's this. Fine. Well, that's fine. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Well, no, some people are lighting people up for still seeing a member of their family. For instance, I still see, we still see my mom because she's well, my parents are our neighbors. So we still see them. Literally six houses. They're not working. They do go to the grocery store, as do normal people have to do to survive. But like I've seen, I've had moms tell me because I posted something about it the other day. Cause I'm like, you know what? This stuff is scary. And I'm taking it seriously as I can, given all the crazy information we're getting. Cause let's be real, even the the politicians, the medical professionals, nobody actually knows enough about this for it to really are we gonna go here no we're not going here i'm just saying (laughs) we're not going all the way there now i'm just saying we're doing the best we can and mental health still matters and some of us still need help like i am used to being home with our children i'm a stay-at-home mom but i'm also used to sometimes having help from my mom and because chris has to work a lot and i mean unless you know what it's like to have kids, especially I'm pregnant with our fourth and we have three, a two, three and four year old. Like yeah, don't assume, you know, don't assume me, you know <laughs> how hard it is. Stop. I need help. And it's not selfish to me to say I need help. I, I, my mental health matters. And I've had when So when I posted something like that, of course, on social media, I had moms reach out to me privately and thank me for sharing that because they've been living with guilt from other people who have shamed them for very much so the same thing of like seeing their mom getting help from their mom or their mother-in-law or whatever. Um, so obviously the people out there that are being like COVID-19 police, they really don't, You none of us know. I see some people saying they're not even touching their mail. Like, first of all, if that works for the bill collectors, let me know. Like there's <laughs> right. a pandemic, so I'm not opening my mail right now. So I don't know if I got the bill or not. Like, <laughs> Like oh, you got jokes tonight. I'm funny. Chris doesn't yeah. think I'm funny, but I think I'm funny. I don't think so. Oh, so so let me give our listeners a point. So you were talking about you know how people naturally assume out in the public. Well, how about assuming on? How about assuming from the angle of like you know maybe you're insecure about yourself because you're assuming everything's going right in other people's lives. So mm. we've said several times, you know, you only see what we want you to see. So let's say right now, you know, we're homeschooling like everybody else, right? And you've been putting up some really good videos of like some of the interesting things you're doing with the girls for homeschooling, which I think is really cool. And I think based on your stories, you're not meaning for this to come off, but based on your stories, it looks like everything's all just hunky-dory, like put together, you know what I mean? Like like you're, you're putting up like... A homework assignment and like the girls get it all finished and stuff. And but little do they know no what mess. was really happening behind the scenes that you know glue got you know just mashed into our rug. No, and, Lena like, uses a glue stick as chapstick. Yeah, right. So like the and painted you know, her nails with markers. They're falling off of the chair and the stools. There's pen on the walls. Like there's just all these crazy things, and it's not like you're trying to hide that stuff because ultimately like you only have so much time to post whatever right. and you do a good job of keeping it natural. But for those watching, they should also realize, don't assume that the kids just sat there and did the right. work. That's like, a no good one. No, that's a good one. Cause I try, I try really hard to show the good and the bad. And the main reason I've been sharing homeschooling stuff is because I know a lot of us are going crazy with what to do. And these are activities that are working for me, but yeah, it's true. Like it's very easy to assume somebody has it all together or they're excelling at something more than you are just by the little bit, again, 
that they show on social media. I'll say like, I've been struggling during all this with just like taking until this week, <laughs> just taking care of myself, even though I'm used to being stay at home, I've fallen into the, the quarantine snack life and just, um, kind of feeling for a while that I was paralyzed at a standstill until I knew what was going to happen and stuff. And so when I would see moms, especially who weren't, or who were still putting their makeup on and doing their hair or working out or whatever, I, I assume I'm like, Oh, they're handling this with a lot of grace. They must be handling this well. Like she's doing it. So that kind of goes back into the whole comparison thing too. Like, I feel like those go hand in hand, like stop comparing and then stop assuming. Yes. anything really <laughs> yeah absolutely stop stop assuming because we've I, all we've all got our stuff yes we all we all have our stuff i like i remember when i was a kid i would pull up next to somebody with a really nice car i would assume that you know they were just really wealthy and uh probably like jerks right but now that i've worked with a ton of wealthy people with really nice cars i know two things some of the wealthiest people are some of the nicest most generous people and two those are really expensive car payments. <laughs> <laughs> True. So just saying, like assumptions can, you know, get us in a good way and a bad way sometimes. And I mean, ultimately, we, we got to stop. If we want to grow ourselves, we have to stop assuming that things are going well and we're not enough. And then we also have to be assuming the other way around that, you know what, things in that person's life must be this way. And they're making a bad choice when mm -hmm. we don't know the half of it. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like inevitably it throws you into the comparison trap of either thinking like a, like a pride, like thinking you're better than somebody. Oh, like I wouldn't do that. I'm not doing that right now kind of thing or the opposite of, you know, Oh, they've got it all together. And yeah, well you could have finished your point. Sorry. No, nope, you give me the finger like I'm ready to talk. Oh, no, no, no. Well, so the last thing I'll say on the assumptions part is I think one of the most unique things I heard Hal Elrod say on his podcast was he's like, you know, it's funny. We look at people who do, you know, horrific things or or do do things that we wouldn't make those th those decisions. And we don't realize like, you know what, if we would have grown up in the environment they grew up with the with the lack of love or care or attention or whatever that they got and lived the exact same life they lived how can we actually say we wouldn't have made the same decision dude so true it's deep it is deep it's deep but it is true like and that brings me back to saying like we all have a story no matter what it is everybody makes decisions based on their own story, their own past, their own truths, their own hurts, their own joys, their wins, all of it. So yeah, I mean, I'm big on, I'm just really big on this whole, I'm done. I'm done assuming. Done assuming. Because you know what happens when you assume, Chris? Oh, I knew this would come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that assuming makes an ass oh, out of you and me. <laughs> It's true though. And don't you just find yourself feeling stupid when you realize what you assumed was so wrong? I never find myself like what about stupid. the girl who I'm kidding, yes. Looks like she's really unapproachable and like you just automatically oh, she's such a bee. She was so rude or whatever. And you find out that she's going through something like really bad, or you find out that she's like the nicest girl in the world. She just is really shy and quiet. People think I'm like an oddball and really bi a big jerk. You I'm definitely are. an oddball, but like I'm not a big jerk. Just I'm, a I'm jerk. approachable, but I'm probably not going to approach you. Yeah. And I, that goes back to our whole personality yeah. thing. Right. 
plug. What was that, episode 37? Uh, maybe. Something it was like a good one. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jonna, I'm glad that you've decided you're going to stop assuming. Next. <laughs> the next thing we want you to stop, Jonna, is... Stop. I'm just kidding, babe. All right. So the next thing we have to stop doing, we must stop doing... We must. If we want to grow ourselves further, is we've got to stop making excuses. Because you know what they say about excuses. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in this one. I'm not sure. <laughs> they're like, what is it? Well, you got to know. They're like, <laughs> they're like buttholes. Everybody. <laughs> they're like hey, buttholes. Everybody has one. No, that's opinion, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my Lord. I know. As I started to say, I was like, wait, what is the point here? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Carry on. Oh, my gosh. By the way, we're not editing this episode because we have to record it late and we're tired. So you get to. <laughs> the stupidity. <laughs> All right. Um. Anyways, excuses. Stop making them. So, did you? For me, I feel like it's natural as a human being to want to take the blame off of yourself for things because, I mean, pride. Who wants to be in the wrong? Nobody wants to wants to be in the wrong. But for me, when I started reading a book we've talked about a few times on here called The Success Principles by Jack Canfield, very good book. Um. Man, it it convicted me hardcore to realize that I was letting excuses control a lot of things in my life. So what does he say, Chris? In that book? Yeah, what does he say? So, like basically that you've got to take responsibility? Yeah, take 100% responsibility for for your life. <laughs> take 100% responsibility <laughs> for your life. And it's, it's such a simple concept, but one of the other concepts that I, I got from a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck is when she talks about the growth and the fixed mindset. The fixed mindset is I'm going to blame everything on everybody else and I'm going to try to just like cut corners as much as I possibly can um, and make sure nothing, no fault falls on me. Well, the growth mindset is, you know what, it's just much easier when you just blame everything on yourself. <laughs> so, so plan to live your life with the mindset of like, you know what, it's my fault at the end of the day. And that, and that's honestly something that as I, as I engage with other entrepreneurs and stuff, some of the most successful and best entrepreneurs, it's like, if you have somebody that brings down your company culture, it's not their fault. It's your fault because you didn't vet them well enough and you didn't set the standard and the boundaries to make sure that those things, you know, ultimately didn't impact your company culture. It's your fault for hiring them, right? Like at the end of the day, if we can take everything in our lives and realize it's all a reflection of us, then sometimes it just makes things easier. It simplifies the process in my mind. And I know that you're probably listening. You're like, well, hold on. There's plenty of circumstances that you can't blame yourself for it. Uh, because I did the same thing. Like I automatically got on the defense when I was reading this part. Cause you know, I've been through some pretty crappy things and I don't want to put the blame on myself for some of that. But, um, he gave an example. What did he say? It was like, if you're going to work and you leave an hour early, even though it only takes you 30 minutes to get there and you're late, it's still your fault. And I'm thinking, well, how, how is that your fault? Like you gave yourself an extra 30 minutes. And he literally says like, no, think of it as like, you should have left an hour and a half early because there could have been, or you should have checked the news first or whatever. And that really rubbed me wrong at first because I'm like, I don't know. That's not how we normally think, but I don't know. It I makes like life easier. It does. I feel like you've given me good examples before of just how this has helped you in our marriage and in parenting. 
remember you've said before about how like once you started just taking blame for things instead like you're like oh well yeah I, this just makes it easier to well like i said it simplifies things for you it's like well okay if i if i pretty much create a bright line that says like nothing's anyone else's fault it's all my fault at some level it all it all rolls back to just being my fault um and i can handle that with a sense of you know poise and like constructive self-criticism like okay cool i'm gonna fix the problem and here's what i can do differently and here's what i've learned from it um then like it, it just makes things easier so um, it almost sorry it, i was just gonna say it almost helps you to continue to be self-aware it does it it does so in my in my in my coaching some of my clients right like I will talk to a client and I'll say, okay, cool. So you're going to get this workout in what time? And they'll tell me, you know, when they're going to get their workout in. Okay, cool. They're ready to go. Oh, you know what? I'm going to do this workout with my husband. We're, we're going to commit to doing this together. Okay, cool. Well, hey, I love that. That's amazing. But guess what? I'm going to have you put this on your schedule and set it aside as if your husband is not on board, as if he will miss every workout that you guys are going to do together. Because at the end of the day, we don't want anybody to blame for this not happening and that's always always the best route to take <laughs> because what do we always say like you can't control anything but yourself and how you respond to things and i think that goes perfectly with this whole concept of stop making excuses stop making them for yourself yeah well and, and i mean like okay james james clear talks about in in Atomic Habits, he talks about, is it James Clear? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I feel like I always say that. I said James Glass last time. <laughs> that, <that's right. laughs> Clear's J Glass. James Clear from Atomic Habits talks about how, like, our weight is a reflection. Our weight on the scale is a reflection of our eating habits, okay? Our financial bank accounts are a reflection of our spending habits. Like, at the end of the day, Everything we have is a result of us and what we have done, right? And so I just think at some level, like when we take everything that's happened to us, even if it's like, oh, well, you, but you don't understand. It wasn't my fault that I lost my house. And my, and yeah, actually it is, right? Like, like if me and John lose our house, it's our fault. <laughs> like we bought a big house, had a good income that more than took care of it. And now we left that job that had that that really good income. And now we're trying to build that same income again. And if we can't do it and we lose our house, there's nobody to blame but me. <laughs> I mean, think about it, right? Like, it's just a harsh reality that we all have to realize is the more we make excuses for ourselves, the more we complicate things and don't allow us to learn from the initial decision we made. True. But I, I just, I'm, I can't help but thinking about the person who's on the defense right now because like, well, you don't understand my story because that's how I felt when I was reading that chapter. I'm just like, yeah, but not everything. Like there's some things out of our control. Well, like it's not our fault that the pandemic hit, but it's our fault, you know, that we didn't have X, Y, Z in place. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is our fault. No, that is a perfect one. So the COVID pandemic comes in, right? And if you go broke, it's your fault because you weren't prepared for winter. You weren't prepared for a pandemic. You weren't prepared for a recession that is likely to happen. Like we don't have a bull market forever. Okay. And so at the end of the day, like, yeah, it's my fault. If we, if we go broke, if we lose the house, if all these things happen, it's my 
fault. But also then how do we, you know, I'm going to play devil's advocate here though, because we can't just live in fear of a pandemic or live in fear of this and that and sit on a nest egg of a savings instead of, you know, obviously the reason we are where we are is because we made aggressive decisions because of what we know we're being called to do. So how do you, you know, how do you, how do you Jack, how do you and Jack combat that kind of stuff? How do I and Jack? You can't, yeah, like Jack can't feel like you can't just oh, prepare for everything. You can't be prepared for everything. No, you can't be prepared for everything. But what else do you blame it on? Right. So you're and saying that, sometimes it really question, isn't. Not, not a statement. No, I'm saying so what, sometimes what you're saying you it it's not. It really, it really isn't your fault. But it's best practice to find your fault in it. Yes. Yes. So after I read that book, I remember mindset. I thought to myself, you know, what? I'm going to adopt this principle. And I remember like it helped me get through like the next few months because nothing lasts forever. Right. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it helped me get through the next few months, like just really with a different mindset. Like I didn't blow up at things very easily. So I remember very specifically we were moving from, excuse me, we were moving from our, our townhouse into this house. Okay. And I remember I, I called some friends from church and everybody together. And we were like, you know what? Uh, I was like, hey, I need help moving, guys. And it happened to be like a really cold, rainy day, right? Which, of course, I can't control that, okay? But, hey, I guess I could have picked a different date, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know. Maybe you could have checked the weather. Right, could have checked the weather and let everybody know ahead of time. And I remember me and my buddy James, we pull up to the U-Haul Center to get the U-Haul because all the people were going to meet us at the at the uh, old property. And the guy's like, oh, I don't have your U-Haul. And I was like, What? And he's like, yeah, I don't, ha-. I'm like, dude, I got people waiting, like, you know, 40 minutes away. What the heck? And he's like, yeah, I don't have it, man. And I know I would have gotten real pompous before and been like, oh, well, that's ridiculous. That's all. What a douchebag. Like, I can't believe, you know, he didn't have this ready and stuff. But I remember walking away from that and I was like, you know what? I could have called 24 hours ago just to make sure that nothing was wrong with the U-Haul. Oh, and that was such a cluster. It was terrible, day. right? Then you have to go somewhere else, and they didn't yeah, have it either. A and bunch it was way of further. stuff happened. A bunch of stuff happened, but the whole time I thought to myself, "Chris, this is your fault. This is your fault for not calling in advance, or like, or knowing like you weren't you weren't going to an actual U-Haul dealer. You were going to like you know kind kind of like um, kind of like a sub dealer. How they have just like two U-Hauls at a place or whatever, and realize eh, that's a little bit of a shady business. I probably should call and make sure. Like it was my fault. So I blamed it on myself and. It didn't bother me, but I know it would have really bothered me if I would have just been pissed at you all day. True. I like that. So stop making excuses. Stop making excuses. Even if your excuses are valid. Right. Like, you know. Just find a way to blame it on yourself. There's a pandemic and we have a bunch of kids and we're trying to figure out how to live life. And now we're recording our podcast last minute and I making, I mean, those are valid excuses, except for no, I should have prepared ahead of time. So we're not sitting up late recording. Exactly. Right? I, I like it. You like it. Yeah, because I'm putting my head myself. wildly. Yes. All right. So stop making assumptions. Stop making excuses. And then thirdly. Oh. <laughs> if you guys don't know, and if you've ever watched one of Chris's videos. Oh, did you unplug it? All right, we're back. So if you've ever watched any of Chris's videos on social media, he's very animated with his hands when he talks. So he's just over here throwing cords and unplugging mics and <laughs> That's true. Freaking That's why hand gesturing like a I really crazy. do use my hands a heck of a lot. 
you do. And we also don't have blinds in this room for whatever reason. Oh, jeez. And so our neighbors probably are so confused on what the heck you're doing over here. Probably looks like you're like yelling at Cause, me. Because your hands, hands are all over the place. Yeah. But anyways, so number three. Stop caring about what others think. Why do we care that we're in a room with no blinds and doing a podcast? We don't care what other people think. My shirt's off and <laughs> this is a lighted room and everyone's probably it's like driving strange. by like, what are they doing? Because other people's opinions of you are none of your business. Yep. So now you, now you can do the opinions one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm done with the butthole or whatever. <laughs> what is it? You know what they say about opinions. <laughs> everyone, they're like buttholes. They're everyone like buttholes. has everyone one. Everyone has them. But what? Everyone has one. But some of them are crap or something. What I is it? I'm not sure about. I'm not sure about the Can extension. Somebody tell me about that. the butthole opinion. <laughs> yeah, please let us know because John is struggling. Okay. Anyways, this still ties into everything else. It's just, it kind of goes t- down to just realizing that. Okay, so like assumptions. This ties in. I promise. I'm not just going back to something. Okay, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I know. I saw the look on your face. So. Again, social media, that's where you see a lot of things that make you assume things or think things. So I remember whenever we first had our first child, um, decided it was best I was going to formula feed. Um, I know. I'm, and, and I remember seeing people post things about, like literally posting things about formula being poison and evil and how you're a bad mom if you do that. And it made me feel so guilty and almost embarrassed for a while even though you couldn't produce breast milk to buy formula (laughs) right um that doesn't matter all the internet trolls will still tell you all the ways that you could have figured out how to express breast milk it's your fault stop making excuses (laughs) or bought milk from somebody else or whatever it's a decision we made so i know seeing that breast is best stuff breast is best stuff is fine but the stuff that was shaming formula moms was making me feel guilty and starting to make me take other people's opinions, even though they didn't know if I was breastfeeding or formula feeding and kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for. Just put that on myself. And again, back to assumptions, I'm thinking about, well, what about, yes, the moms who can't or don't produce breast milk? What about the ones who have other issues with it? What, what are the ones who just don't want to, because we have that option, by the way, there doesn't have to be something wrong. You can simply choose. It's not best for you. Okay, I'm here for that. Oh, dang. She's getting heated, everybody. Because actually, I get bad thinking I always have to make excuses. Like, yes, I didn't produce well, but also it wasn't right for me for my own personal reasons. And I'm okay. Like, I'm allowed to. I'm allowed. You're allowed. And so, and then I think about, you know, our friend who has adopted children who, you know, her body didn't produce breast milk. So she bought formula. And I'm thinking, okay, people are shaming her and they have no idea her story. They have no idea my story. Once again, but it, we let those opinions seep into us and, and help us form our own story about ourselves when we know at the end of the day, most of us are just doing the best we can. Yeah. So ultimately, stop caring about what others think. That's what you were getting at, right? Yeah, I said that. I didn't yeah. hear you say that. Sorry. It's because you're looking at your reflection in the... No, it was <laughs> not. actually. I'm you were trying. assuming that because the I'm window is over there, him. but I actually can't even see it. Oh, I can. Okay. Anyways. Um, but it's true. And people, I feel like we a lot of times just think that 
Oh no, that's I'm going back to assumptions. I was skipping on assumptions again. <laughs> well, because you know how like when you go into a room and I don't know about you, but there's been times where I've walked into a really busy room or like a classroom when I was in college or something, and you just assume that everybody's looking at you and thinking about you and what you're wearing or what you you know if you're making too much noise or how you sit down in your seat or Oh, we are back to assumptions, but you always assumed that other people would realize that you were wearing the same shirt you wore in the other picture. And so you no, had to wear that's different not what we're talking you had about. to wear a different shirt because you wore that right. one yesterday. And here I am wearing like the same hoodie for like a week straight <laughs> in all weeks, all like of my pictures. Years. It's like third birthday, fourth birthday, same hoodie, same hat. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't care. Okay, right? but you know what? And ultimately you shouldn't care about what other people Oh, you just think. stole my punchline. I was supposed <laughs> to say, but now I wear repeat outfits because I don't care. Good. Well, th- that, that's because we're all quarantined at the moment. <laughs> nice try. Well, pretty much everything I'm wearing right now is black or maternity anyway. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, get back to the third point. Bring this one home for us. I was trying to. Okay, go ahead. That, that's how we bring home. Don't care what other people think and you're going to be much happier. I feel like we could go deeper on this. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I gave my point. Now it's your turn. Why do you not care what people think? You know, Why is it important to you? Oh, should I get a little deep? Because I'm because I'm I'm the deep guy. Go deep, Chris. I don't freaking care about what people think about me. I mean, at the end of the day, obviously, there is a level of like, I care about what people think about my character. I don't care about what people think, um, in other ways, right? So, like, ultimately, I want you to know that you know I'm someone you can count on, and I want you to know I'm someone who's going to be trustworthy. And that is important to me, right? If I make a promise to you, I want to keep that promise to you. And that is me. But ultimately, I don't care about what other people think because as I've gotten older, I've realized like nobody's thinking about you. <laughs> nobody's <laughs> right. thinking about you. So I forget that freaking quote. We should have pulled it up, but here we I are. I know what you're talking about. Last minute, but basically talking about how like when you're a kid, you're afraid of what everyone thinks about you, right? when you're like later into your adult years, you No, you're messing shoot, it all I'm up. I'm botching it really Because they bad. go like decade by decade and then you Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to look at that quote, <laughs> go to Google and type go in <laughs> and type in type in quotes. Um yeah, type is is it a quote? I'm ba- I'm really messing no, this up. Oh geez. Anyway. Yeah, they just talk about like each basically each decade. <laughs> basically each decade how you think everybody's thinking about you and then you don't care and then you realize nobody was ever thinking about you anyways. Exactly. Because like, you know how like old people when just don't give They don't give dang. an F. They don't they care. They don't care what other people think. Oh my gosh. They're just like, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm just feeling a little, yeah, I thought you were looking a little fat before oh you even, gosh. you know. My nin. I'm oh, going to shout her out because she'll funny. straight up tell you she does not care. It's true. Old people don't care and I, I guess that's me. I feel like I feel like I just think as time goes on, I'm just like, you know, all that matters is the people that are in my circle, the people that the people that are closest to me. And at the end of the day, like the end, the end of my life, all that really matters is whether I had, you know, whether I had a relationship with God and ultimately I, you know, lived the way I was supposed to and helped my family get to heaven. Like that's all that matters. Right. Really. So at the end of the day, when you really think about the deepness of why I don't really freaking care about what you think. That's why. <laughs> well, when you look big picture like that, the little opinions of people that aren't even in your life don't matter. But it's true because that's something that I struggled with at first when we decided to do this podcast even and put ourselves out there like we are on social media and whatever. Um, I remember having like a fear 
of what other people were going to think about me based on, you know, I've, we've gotten very vulnerable on some of the episodes on here and gone really deep into our story and our personal lives. And people have asked me before, like, why do you put all that out there? And I'm like, well, one, because I'm trying to teach myself to not care what other people think. And two, because I believe that there's more power in sharing our stories and our experiences um, to let people know that they aren't alone than there is yeah, man. Yeah. to hide it behind these perfect little homeschool pictures and our baby bump pictures that we post and stuff like that. So yep. um, that's, but that, but what you were just saying, that's something that has helped me get through times where I've been worried about somebody's opinion about me because I've assumed that they think a certain way of me just because of how we've interacted um, is just reminding myself like, okay, God knows who I am. He knows my heart. My husband knows me. The people closest to me know me and my character. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. Because again, we're still human. It's still hard not to, like, I'm a very sensitive person. So when somebody doesn't like me and it's obvious, or if somebody says something negative about me, it's hard not to at least entertain it a little bit or internalize it a little bit, but it's really, it gets you nowhere. I agree, Jana. Thank you, Chris. I couldn't agree more. Great. And I can't top that story. So <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, actually, I can top it. Here I go. Oh so gosh. I'm kidding. No, well, <laughs> I, I was just thinking about that particular instance we had when we were starting this podcast. And there was an individual photographer <laughs> that we reached out to. And I mean, I had the best of intentions. Oh, My wow. intentions were literally to like say, hey, okay. I want to work with a photographer because I had another side business I was trying to run and I saw some really good opportunity within it. And I was thinking, man, if I could have, you know, license a photographer out like to be my person, maybe what I could do is kind of test them out first with this stuff for social pictures. And then at the end of the day, like this could be my person where I deliver them a lot of business, but I guess I was just a little too hyped up to talk to them and it came off a little too blunt and they got offended and they like, I guess, put me on blast to you, right? So they oh, sent you a message yeah. and basically said like, oh, your husband's such a fraud, such a whatever, you know, all, I, f I forget what they said. Just totally I, I remember telling character. you, like, I remember telling you, I don't want to hear it. Like, I, I'm not going to read it. I don't care. I don't want to read it. And I, I remember making that move because I, I just like you're saying right now, I don't want any of that to even come in my mind. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want any of that, like feeling of like, imposter or negative mind chatter to come into my own mind because there are times that you feel like that you know like like gosh i mean i think i think one, one of the toughest things is you know as a as a fitness professional it's like if any fitness professional tells you they have a hundred percent success rate they are blowing smoke right mm -hmm. because it's because you can guarantee what you do and the work you provide sometimes you can't guarantee what other people do and other times you can't guarantee what's going on in their body that you don't know and so ultimately like you know if I have 10 clients and only six of them get results and four of them don't, I'm like, I'm bummed, right? I beat myself up and you see that, right? Mm -hmm. And the imposter syndrome sets in and really caring at that level sets in. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I went on a huge tangent there, but yeah, basically, <laughs> basically what I was trying to wrap up is, you know, that that particular person put me on blast and tried to like make a big deal out of it. And I was just like, I don't, I don't care. I don't want to hear it because I don't believe any of it and nor do I want to even let it enter my brain. Yeah. 
which I think is good. I mean, it upset me. And then I was mad that you wouldn't join in the upsetness with me because upsetness you wouldn't join with me because I was hurt that somebody would talk about my person like that, especially because it was stuff that was so untrue. It could be one thing if it was something that like, yeah, you do do this, but it was stuff that was so. Yeah. Like your husband was a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Like he can be, but But since it was so against your character, I, I hated thinking that that person would tell other people that you are completely somebody you're not, um, not because of a status, but because like you're not that person. But at the end of the day, does it really matter? Are you glad you never let all of that into your brain? I'm glad I didn't read it. I don't have a desire to read it. Right. I don't care. So, I, I mean, I think that all of this stuff goes without saying. I, I literally said social media like a hundred times because a lot of these things happen on social media because everybody is so brave to say mean things on social media. Keyboard warriors. Too. Keyboard warrior, warriors. And then again, like we always talk about, you either see the highlight reel or honestly, people who are brave put their super negative out there. So, I mean, it's kind of, I don't know. A lot of it happens there. Yeah. We can also talk about how it happens on like the highway when somebody cuts you off and you want to get really <laughs> mad and you think they're so stupid. If you are back to, to assumptions. You have a problem with assumptions. You must. <laughs> I guess I do. <laughs> and you just assume they're so stupid, but then you see your husband drive like that and you're like, okay, maybe not all idiots. Drive. Wow. <laughs> Wait, you don't cut people off, but you do not maintain a, one speed unless you're on cruise control. I'm, I'm on cruise nuts. control all the time. But when you're not, you cannot keep with one speed. Look, you're diminishing the value of this episode by no, trying to. People want to know about your lack of. My lack of skills. Yeah. Your lack of driving skills. <laughs> no, you're a good driver. I'm a better driver than you. No. We've talked about this. This is stupid. Okay. Yeah. Again, I probably could have done a whole episode on assumptions because I got like six more <laughs> examples in my We'll pocket. just reel them off and we'll close this out. No, it's fine. Seriously. If you stop making assumptions. Don't make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> stop making excuses. Don't nope. have an opinion or a bow. <laughs> no, take 100% responsibility for your right, life. Right. And stop caring about what other people think. You really will find that you grow yourself. You really will find yourself in a better mental spot. And right now, during a pandemic, life is not stopping. You still have other trials and relationship issues and money issues or life issues that you're facing on top of all the uncertainty we're all facing. I feel like it's really important to do what we can to not let negativity consume us. Amen. There you go. Brought it home. All right, babe, close us out. No, you close us out. No, you always close us out. Don't, but you say, don't switch it up. No, you always say you say a final point, and then I close this out. My final point is <laughs> those were great points, <laughs> guys. We're sorry. We're kind of slap happy tonight. Okay, well, guys, as always, if this episode brought you some value, in between all of our slap happiness, unplugging the uh, yeah cord, all, all the that. stuff, please share it with somebody because I really do think that these points are especially helpful if you take them and put them into place. And please, if you are a keyboard warrior, just stop. Be nice. Because Donna cannot handle it. I could not she handle will it. trip. Also, you're never going <laughs> to change anything. She's pregnant. Wait, I got one more bonus. <laughs> oh my. Stop arguing with people on Facebook. You're not going to change their mind. not going to change their mind. You will never Politics change somebody's especially. opinion. It's true. You're not going to change your mind. It's true. So anyways, seriously guys, 
Thank you so much for listening to episode 40. Subscribe to the show. Thanks.